Hey guys, this is where we at right here. It's Milama Line. Thanks for coming back. Amen. We're going to get into Revelation 10. Revelation 10 is about the mighty angel, this super strong angel, and this little book. Now, just a real quick recap what we've read, gotten through so far. I ask you guys to read Revelation 1 through 3 because it's talking about those seven different churches, right? And we picked up with the more overstudy, starting in Revelation 4 when it was the throne room of heaven. Revelation 5, the lamb takes the scroll. And Revelation 6 kicked off the sets, first sets of judgments. So you got the first seals that are happening in Revelation 6. The first six of the seals are in Revelation 6. And then Revelation 7 talks about the 144,000 that were sealed. And then also the people who were saved from the great tribulation. It says it's a great multitude from the great tribulation. Revelation 8 started with the um, seven trumpets. And it got through the first four and then revelation nine was the fifth trumpet when those locusts from the bottomless pit were released right it couldn't kill the people but it definitely did harm them and then it also spoke about the sixth trumpet um the angels from the uh euphrates all right so now here we are revelation 10 the mighty angel with the little book I saw still another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was on his head. His face was like the sun and his feet like pillars of fire. He had a little book open in his hand, and he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land. And he cried with a loud voice, as when a lion roars. When he cried out, seven thunders uttered their voices. Now, when the seven thunders uttered their voices, I was about to write. But I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered, and do not write them. The angel whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land raised up his hand to heaven and swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are in it, the earth and the things that are in it, and the sea and the things that are in it, that there should be delay no longer. But in the days of the sound of the seventh angel, when he is about to sound, the mystery of God will be finished. As he declared to his servants, the prophets. Okay, that deserved a pause. Revelation. 10 verse 8 picks up where John eats this little book and it says 
Then the voice which I heard from heaven spoke to me again and said, Go take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel whom stands on the sea and on the earth. So I went to the angel and said to him, Give me the little book. And he said to me, Take it and eat it. And it will make your stomach bitter. But it will be as sweet as honey in your mouth. Then I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it. And it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach became bitter. And he said to me, You must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. Y'all, this is getting so deep, 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 deep. So let me just read you this. Again, this is out of my study edition Bible by Thomas Nelson. I got this off of Amazon. You guys can get this today, hopefully, depending on when you hear this message. But, um... I love this study. I love the study Bible. I truly, truly, truly do. All right. So here we go. The angel that straddled the land and the sea, right? In Revelation 10, verses 1 and 2. And a voice from heaven, uh, chapter, I'm sorry, verse 4 in the same book. The number seven prophecies around peoples nations tongues and kings these are features of a genre of writing known as apocalyptic literature although the book of revelation is more than just an apocalyptic work in that it is part of scripture understanding the main features of the apocalyptic genre is crucial to deciphering its contents basically you gotta understand this type of writing to break break it down and what i'm gonna say um this is me adding to this is go about everything when you read from our love letters when you read our bibles that we were given right Pray about it. Pray about everything before you read, even if you think it's the simplest of whatever, right? Understand that this is Holy Spirit inspired. Holy Spirit is His Spirit. And if it's in here, it's for us to read and to understand. And we don't want to miss stuff. Sometimes we miss things because we're human. But not intentionally right so pray about it read it pray some more about it and wait for your answer this book further goes on to say the greek word apocalypse means revelation 
or unveiling or disclosure, right? Apocalyptic literature reveals mysteries about heaven and earth, mankind and God, angels and demons, the life of the world today and the world to come. This type of writing first arose among the Jews and the Christians during the approximate period of 200 BC to AD 200. So the messages, apocalyptic authors use their writing to communicate critical messages to their readers. And the final themes occur in all apocalyptic writings. An imminent end, right? A cosmic perspective. History is unbending. Apocalyptic literature describes a history fixed by God before creation with human beings living out predetermined drama. Many writings divide history into the present world, ruled by Satan and his legions, and the world to come when evil will be eliminated and God will rule supreme. It also speaks about angels and demons. Spirits take active roles in human events. Satan and his demons, which are the fallen angels, are to blame for much evil. Angels that are still loyal to God protect and serve his faithful followers. Amen. I'm a living testimony. Woo! A new heaven and a new earth. The end times return to the beginning of creation. Out of the heaven comes a new heaven and a new earth. Okay. The old is destroyed, replaced by a new creation where God reigns without opposition. And then a Messiah. In most apocalyptic writings, a mediator between God and the human beings accomplishes the world's final salvation. Revelation shows that Christ is our Messiah and the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Revelation 19, verse 16. So Revelation forms a part of God's word, revealed word, and it puts it in a class of its own, of the apocalyptic works. So like other inspired scriptures, it is reliable and authoritative, possessing an integrity and trustworthiness not found in uninspired writing, but studied other works in the genre of apocalyptic literature. It helps us to identify Revelation's themes and better understand what God's message is. All right, guys. So, just finished 10. Honestly, Let's just get through 11. We're going to push through. All right, here we go. The two witnesses, amen. 
it's two witnesses pay attention please to where this is two witnesses Re- uh, revelation 11 verse 1 <clears throat> then i was given a reed like a measuring rod and the angel stood saying rise and measure the temple of god the altar and those who worship there but leave out the court which is outside the temple and do not measure it for it has been given to the gentiles and they will tread the whole the holy city underfoot for 42 months and i will give power to my two witnesses and they will prophesy 1260 days clothed in sackcloth these are the two olive trees and the two lampstands standing before the god of the earth and if anyone wants to harm them fire proceeds from their mouth and devours their enemies and if anyone wants to harm them he must be killed in this manner these have the power to shut heaven so that no rain falls in the days of their prophecy and they have power over the waters to turn them to blood and to strike the earth with all plagues as often as they desire when they finish their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit will make war against them, overcome them, and kill them. And their dead bodies will lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Then those from the peoples, tribes, tongues, and nations will see their dead bodies three and a half days and not allow their dead bodies to be put into graves. And those who dwell on the earth will rejoice over them, make merry, and send gifts to one another because these two prophets tormented those who dwell on the earth. Now, after the three and a half days of the breath, I'm sorry, after the three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them and they stood on their feet and a great fear fell on those who saw them and they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, come up here and they ascend to heaven in a cloud and their enemies saw them. In the same hour, there was a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city fell. In the earthquake, 7,000 people were killed, and the rest were afraid and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe is past. Behold, the third woe is coming quickly. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was and who is to come because you have taken your great power and reigned the nations were angry and your wrath has come and the time of the dead 
that they should be judged and that you should reward your servants, the prophets and the saints and those who fear your name, small and great. They they should destroy those who destroy the earth. Then the temple of God was opened in heaven, and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. And there were lightnings, noises, thunderings, and earthquake, and great hail. You guys, it's going down, I'm telling you. This ain't no joke. They literally killed his two witnesses. And then, well, they thought they did, right? Because then our father, right? Our creator of heaven and earth and everything in it. Amen. He rose them up. He said, come up here. And they shot up. They went up. And they were like, what? We thought they were dead. Look, they thought they were dead. They was partying. They was kicking it. They was like, yup, they gone. They gone. Woo, woo, they gone. They tormented them. And they say, I say the Bible say torment because the people that were here, they didn't want to repent. They didn't want to listen. They don't want to follow the most high God. So yeah, to them it's torment. They're like, uh-uh, nope. You ain't finna do this to us. What you did? Yes. Kick it time. Then, listen, he said, come up here, and they left in the presence of those who saw them? I know they were hot, mad, they were scared, they was probably like, well, they will be, because it ain't happened yet, but they were probably like, what? We thought you were gone, gone. Nope. Remember, God got the last word. Read your Bibles, I'm telling y'all. This book of Revelation is like, what? So, yeah. And then here go the seventh trumpet, right? After all of that, because they were there three and a half days. Three and a half days. Three and a half days. I got a poll, and I was asking what y'all think who these two witnesses are. The poll, you can find it on Spotify. But, um, yeah. And here go the seven trumpet. 15, again, 15 says, Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud noises in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshiped God. Y'all. And then even at the end, what does it say? Then the temple of God was opened in heaven and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. And there were lightnings and noises, thunderings and earthquake and great hail. Y'all, stay with me. 
the rest of Revelation. God willing, we gonna get through it. We just finished. Ten and eleven, right? We got twenty-two chapters. So the next time we picking up at chapter twelve, chapter twelve is look, it's the woman, the child, and the dragon. I'm gonna do a poll and ask y'all who y'all think that is. I'm gonna tell you, but pray about it, cause I want you to know too. So when I said you be like, yep, mm-hmm, my father told me to. Yep, he told me to. The woman, the child, and the dragon. I love you guys. Stay in Christ. Do not believe this crazy world. I don't know when you are listening to this, what's happening in this world. Honestly, this is pre-recorded. Please understand that whatever is happening, God is in control. Elohim is in control. Yahweh is his name. He is in control. Do not be like, oh my goodness, I don't know what's going to, what we're going to do. Don't worry about it. Trust him. He's going to tell you. That's why it's super important for you to have that relationship. You had that relationship with Christ. Oh, baby, you had that relationship with our father. You won't be swayed by the things that's going on in this world. Aware? Yeah. Swayed? Not in the least. Not in the least. Get that relationship. The stronger your relationship, thank you. The stronger your relationship that you're going to have with Christ is going to determine how much you trust him. Right? Read your word. Read these love letters. Get on your knees and cry out to God. Pray. Get that foundation. And the stuff that's happening it's gonna be like okay look what they're doing i see what they're doing but okay who got the final say though every time when you go through the bible and people get judgment who got the final say our creator our lord and savior jesus christ yeshua hamashiach he is he is the beginning and the end he is the lord over all the lord over all so I'm gonna give you this John 14 1 says let not your heart be troubled that's the beginning of one. The beginning of John 14, one says, let not your heart be troubled. This is all in the same. This is our savior talking. Going down to verse six, it says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. Get to know Christ. Get to know your Savior. Because he already know you. Get to know him for you. You don't want to hear those words. Depart from me, you workers of inequity. I never knew you. Boom. You don't want that. I don't want that. So I stay in my love letters. 
child i could be tired i could be like uh, uh, uh whatever listen i'm gonna pray that out first of all because i'm not gonna be holding on to this no complete authority who 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 what i'm a child of the most high god i know who i am and trust me it was a time where i didn't it was times that i was just like wait a minute though i thought it's supposed to be cake over here it's supposed to be sweet this supposed to be way better than what this is what's really going on and i'm talking about that's when them spiritual attacks come and you just like hold up this ain't right this ain't right this ain't even right I tell y'all these things because I'm telling you, I've been through these things. And I honestly feel like that's how our father moves. That's how he do it. He like, you go through something, right? But you don't go through a thing that you go through just for you. You go through the thing so you can go ahead and minister to somebody else. Be like, listen, I've been there. I've listened. I literally have been there. <laughs> He's so good like that. I'm telling you, y'all. He good. He's so good. He's so good. I love y'all. And it's been a pleasure just literally sitting here just talking to y'all, um, going through these uh, verses. And I just hope that it is someone. And I know, I know the Father will, will, will get this out to those who need to hear it. But there's someone or persons, people out there that need to know that he's real, that he does exist, that it's all kinds of us believers, right? I'm not that type, This, and I'm not knocking that type, but trust me, I am not, I'm not knocking it, but I'm not that type of believer that's up in the church, um, like you know i'm barely moving my mouth to praise him or sing or or you know i'm scared about what people thinking about me and i'm just gonna do this and like i'm just you know like like a stiff like little christian child it is lit over here when you realize who you are you start saying what i got what authority and through christ like what my daddy did what he he i I can what like you you start to realize you literally were in bondage you literally was enslaved living in the world and not for him and I'm not saying, oh, go up and sin. Like, no, because sin ain't good. But he got those commandments in place for our safety, for our purpose, for we can't go out of his will and then turn around and expect him to bless us. Oh, How I'm trying to get this out. When you give your life to Christ and you live for Christ, you start to realize how much in captivity you were when you were living in the world and how much free are you are. You are free, completely free, living as Christ has called us to live.
people a lot of people think you can't do stuff you can have fun it's so fun my life i'm so happy happy is not even the word overjoyed because happy is like temporarily like this temporary like peace like i'm happy now but i could be mad later right so (laughs) i have this joy that it he literally gives us this joy that surpasses our understanding i don't care what i got going on in my life i know at the end of the day it's going to be taken care of and i'm telling you i've seen some stuff recently in my life where i'm just like lord you see this you see this so i'm gonna just let it go and i'm gonna I'm trust you and i can't lie a couple of times throughout the day you know it creeped back in my little thoughts and i turn it over i said nope nope I already submitted all my thoughts to my father. He knows what I need and when I need it. So I'm going to trust him. And then I got this amazing letter and I was like, Lord, that's only you. Thank you, father. Thank you. That is only you. So I get it. Stuff happens, but you just got to trust him. Trust him that he knows. Trust him that he loves you. Trust him that he will provide no matter what. The enemy be trying you though. He be trying you. I do it like a scoreboard. Zero Satan. One Jesus. Zero Satan. Two Christ. Zero Satan. Y'all I can keep going. Because Jesus is always going to win. Period. 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 Hands down. I love y'all. Stay in peace. Don't matter what it is, take it to the Father. Until next time, shalom.